You are listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. Computers assisting radiologists in interpreting mammograms must increase the mammographic accuracy, right? Wrong. Welcome to the Clinician Roundtable. I'm Dr. Lee Friedman, your host, and I'm delighted to welcome Dr. Joshua Fenton, Assistant Professor of Family and Community Medicine at the University of California, Davis, and lead author of a fascinating article in the New England Journal of Medicine, the April 5th edition, that addresses computer-assisted mammographic interpretation. Uh, Welcome, Dr. Fenton. Hello, Dr. Friedman. Thanks for having me. Uh, It's our pleasure. Um, As a doctor of family and community medicine, how did you uh, get interested in in, uh, pursuing this question about mammography? I also have um, an interest in cancer epidemiology and public health. And when I was previously at the University of Washington, was working with people who um, work with the Breast Cancer Surveillance Consortium, which is an amazing collaboration that has been developed by the National Cancer Institute to collect mammograms from facilities uh, across the country and to link them with cancer data so that we can do studies like the one we did. So that's uh, that's sort of how I got into it. But um, in general, I have an interest in, in screening tests and, and how we apply them and how we um, can make them, um, make them as effective as possible. And can you tell us a little bit about uh, the techniques that you looked at in this study, the computer assistance uh, devices that help radiologists look at mammograms? Computer-aided detection is the technology we looked at here. Computer-aided detection is a, both a device and a, a software program coupled with the device that um, is designed to help uh, mammographers in their interpretations of mammograms. And um, obviously, uh, the audience will know that a mammogram is a radiographic image of the breast. The idea is that you will take this image and um, create a digital photo from either the film image or if it's a digital mammogram that are becoming more common nowadays, they just take the the digital image from the digital mammogram. And the computer software then analyzes this digital this digital image for patterns that are associated with breast cancer. The usual application, it actually occurs in about three steps. First, the radiologist looks at a, develops their initial interpretation based on the the film mammogram or the digital mammogram. And then the computer does its analysis and puts, it marks the image um, and puts marks where the radiologist might consider, you know, take another look here and, and consider this. And then Finally, the radiologist makes their final interpretation after looking at all the the output from the computer-aided detection. So that's the three-step process that that um, constitutes a, a computer-assisted um, mammogram interpretation. We studied how this technology um, affected mammogram interpretation in a large large national sample. Forgive my ignorance, when you say the computers look at digital information, that does not mean the same thing as a digital mammogram. That's right. I mean, mammograms nowadays are, are, are usually film mammograms still, but there are increasingly, particularly larger mammogram facilities are, are moving to digital mammography so that films are no longer produced 
with every mammogram. But that's still a technology that's that's not um, because of its expense it has not been widely adopted. But computer aided detection can be used with both film and digital mammograms. The films just have to be digitized so that they they can be interpreted by the software. How widespread across uh, the country is the use of computer assistance? At the time of the, the data were initially collected, which was 2001, about 10% of facilities had adopted the technology. 2001 was also the first year that uh, Medicare began to pay a supplementary fee for the application of computer-aided detection. That was three years after the initial um, FDA approval of the technology. Since 2001, it's undoubtedly spread further into practice because of uh, the Medicare reimbursement. And so the best we can do is, um, is guess how far it's spread, but our educated guess is that it's probably about 25 to 30% of facilities have, have implemented it. And without stealing the thunder of, of your study, do, do you feel that maybe it's some of the uh, financial cause, some of the uh, acceptance of this technology rather than the science behind it? Well, that's that's a really interesting question. And as with so many technologies that disseminate into practice, you know, oftentimes the science is not, um, you know, does is does not we don't have you know large you know, like in this case you know the the optimal study of course would be a randomized clinical trial with breast cancer mortality outcomes and yet that's just not practical and yet it is important for us to think about um in this case and in other cases of technology you know it is important to consider to carefully consider the quality of the data that we have as technologies are approved and then disseminated. And I think it's another thing our study, I think, points to is the importance of this type of research where we are looking, we are, we're using resources to, to look at the effect of technology as it's, as it's adopted by practicing clinicians. I think it is true that the, you know, the early studies of, of computer-aided detection were not, um, were not performed in, in large numbers of practices with um, actual clinicians and actual patients. A lot of them were done in, in um, if you will, uh, laboratory settings of sorts where you had pools of films were collected, many of them with cancers, for example, and shown to radiologists, um, but they weren't real patients. They weren't, you know, real lives weren't on the line and things could end up a little different in those studies than, say, real practices where cancer is relatively rare and clinicians are making decisions on real patients. I think that uh, these are two different types of studies that could very well give different results. You're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Lee Friedman, and I'm speaking with Dr. Joshua Fenton, Assistant Professor of Family and Community Medicine at the University of California, Davis, uh, about computer-assisted technologies to help in the reading of mammograms. Some of the early studies definitely differed uh, a great deal uh, from the study that you did. Can you tell us about the population you looked at in your study? The population we looked at in our study was women who, were, who received screening mammograms at 43 facilities in, in three U.S. states. This was from 1998 through 2002. Altogether, this included about 220,000 women. During this time, they got about um, 429,000 mammograms. 
screening mammograms. We were able to to look at, because computer-aided detection was adopted by seven of those facilities during this time period, we were able to assess how that adoption affected the interpretation of, of mammograms because we had longitudinal data or data over time at those facilities before they they took up this technology and and then after. So a very, very large study, and then uh, a main focus were seven of these uh, 43 facilities where you had some data uh, on how accurate mammogram interpretation was before and then after the uh, incorporation of computer assistance. That's right. What was the the gold standard? What were we measuring uh, to see how accurate the mammographic readings were? I mean, that's another advantage of of this type of data is that um, our gold standard was the longitudinal outcomes on women within a year of getting their mammograms. So, had a in the case of women who um, had who ended up having breast cancer, the gold standard was a breast cancer diagnosis within one year of a screening mammogram. or or vice versa, women who did not have a breast cancer diagnosis within one year. And we were able to to know that because these mammograms were linked with uh, regional or national or statewide uh, cancer registries. Some of those consortiums you were referring to earlier, I I imagine. That's right. That's part of the design of the breast breast cancer surveillance consortium. Forgive my ignorance again, the one-year time period. Is that a fairly standard measure when you look at other studies involving mammography? Yeah, that is that is a common way of defining, of looking at breast cancer outcomes for the sake of, say, estimating the sensitivity or the specificity of, of, um, of screening mammography. We'll go into some of the details in, in another segment, but tell us uh, the, the broad uh, bottom line conclusions. What we found was that um, after facilities implemented the computer-aided detection, the rate of recalling women back for further tests went up about 30%, and the the rate of biopsy as well went up about 20%. But it wasn't clear from our data that, that there was an improvement in the rate of cancer detection. But the, those are the principal findings. With the implementation of the computer assistance, again, more procedures on women, uh, more worry, more cost, I imagine, uh, without clear evidence of benefit. Yeah. Well, I want to thank Dr. Joshua Fenton. Uh, This is Dr. Lee Friedman. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD 233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.